Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today's show is about snowplow parenting. Now, we got to be honest here. I had never heard that term before. I've heard it. I had never heard it, and you defined it for me, and I was like, oh, yes, I know all about that. Uh, I could say how I heard it, but it's an irritating story. Is it because someone said you were a snowplow parent? (laughs) Let's just say somebody that my kid listens to, an adult, Mm. a respectable teacher oh boy said to the class is your is your parent a snowplow parent interesting and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because i was like wait a minute don't i don't want to create a culture in our school where the parent is always the bad person very true it bothers me when that happens well because we also don't want the teacher to be the bad person no we want to respect our elders it's like a it's like a partnership like we need to come together and respect each other and I don't know. The way it was rephrased to me, although I'm only hearing one side of the story, it bugged me yeah. a little bit. Well, but what is it? Though? Okay, yeah. I had it? to do some research on it when I heard it. Mm-hmm. Well, the teacher explained it to my kid, but then I had to do my further research <laughs> on it. And by the way, this happened several years ago. Okay. So this isn't like a new teacher. So nobody try to go figure out who it was. <laughs> um but yeah, it's again, it's somebody, it's kind of like a bulldoze parent, and mm-hmm. I've heard it referred to as that as well. This is different than helicopter parenting, which mm-hmm. we did a show on last, because helicopter is more like micromanaging, right? right. And like staying in their business, uh, wanting to say know the everything, word. Hovering, hovering over them, <laughs> watching them as they're texting their friends. Yes, yeah. just being in that. A snowplow or a bulldoze parent is you are getting every obstacle out of their way Mm -hmm. for their success, Mm -hmm. okay? So you're bulldozing down obstacles. You're you're plowing things out of their path so everything's easygoing. Yes. Um, I kind of think about this as anytime I ask my kids to do a chore... (laughs) <laughs> I actually think about this. Yeah. I'm not a snowplow parent because they're unloading the dishwasher. They're doing, <laughs> because, a, well, and the, I, that's a light example, but a snowplow parent would be like, well, I don't want to inconvenience you because you need to focus on your future and mm-hmm. you need to do. But, you know, I'm into this whole, yeah, I want you to focus on your future thing, mm-hmm. but you got to learn real life skills over here as well. Absolutely. <laughs> you you got to learn to survive. And th- this whole thing starts young. I have seen it, you know, even in kindergarten and first grade. I remember showing up at school and... Um, there was a project that needed to be done Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be done by the child i mean we've all been down this road Mm -hmm. pinterest is a bad thing oh and um the teacher made it a point pinterest yeah well the teacher made a point to even say that listen moms this is not your project like you've got to let your kids do it teacher right and she like she's like it can come in here looking crazy but if i know they worked hard on it and it was their work they will get a good grade. Like she made a point of it. And come the day 
of those presentations, don't you know? They were that all There were some that was like, you know, confetti blowing out the top and things that only adult could produce. Yeah. Like craziness for kindergarten. And obviously not done by the child. Beautiful handwriting. I mean, just crazy town. Because the, ki- the parent wanted their kid to get a perfect grade. Yeah. And this was kindergarten. Yeah. So that just it starts our increases and increases and increases as kids get older. It does. You know, uh, at my level, I'm looking at it from my perspective. My, you know, my kid's going into high school. And in eighth grade, she had four high school classes already. So right. they're on her transcript. Yep. This is all going to be on her class rank. This is going to determine what college she can colleges she can get into. Mm-hmm. Like we're 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 on it now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're it's, it's you're legit. in it, sister. It's legit. Which, by the way, parents. My kid is telling me legit is no longer cool because all the parents are using it now. So I okay, can use it. You need it. to tell her legit was from our generation. I know. They right? stole legit it from to us. Too legit. Come on and now. Then, and then they abbreviate it with lit. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Anyway, my kid is saying, mom, don't use the word anymore. It's not cool <laughs> because parents started using it. Now we don't use it. it yes. The trend. Anyway. What was I talking about, Kim? AP classes. AP classes. Yes. Thank you. Again, my mind is kind of, (laughs) we're a hot mess today in the studio. Um, And so AP classes. So a snowplow parent would be the one that if your kid is getting a B or a C, the snowplow parent is thinking, well, that can't be on the final transcript. Right. So they're either emailing the teacher to figure it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. They are sitting in the school office saying, you're going to drop my kid from this class because it cannot be on their transcript. Right. You are demanding. Right. And if you go to the kid and ask them, the kid will probably be like, well, I'm trying my best. You know, it, it is what it is. Right. Like, they're not all riled up about it, but Mm-mm. we are. Mm-hmm. So we have to shift our parenting here yeah we want our kids to have the stake in this Mm -hmm. like they need to see the importance they need to fight for their ap classes they need to fight for their class rank we don't need to be fighting for it no absolutely Um, not and we cannot just snow plow things that are in their way well like a bad grade or a teacher that's being harder on them we see this all the time in sports too like your kid doesn't make the sports team oh mom or dad shows up like I've heard of this. Yeah. Like they're they're like demanding the coach put them on their team. Demanding or why was my kid on the sideline during that play? My kid is the best at this thing and they need to be out there. Not trusting that the coach may be doing something there. You know, maybe teaching a lesson, maybe showing another child that they have a skill set too. Who knows what's happening? I mean, it's a big deal in sports. It's a problem. And let me just pause for a minute here. Like, how humiliating is for that kid? Yes. I mean, I'm sorry. If I was not put in to play and my parent went over to the coach in front of all the everybody and said, why? You've just pointed out that I didn't play. Yeah. You've just, I mean, it's just embarrassing to the kid, too. And it doesn't allow that natural consequence sometimes so to play sports most of the time you need to make the grade that's a whole thing and sometimes teachers and coaches will also be a part of that snow plowing along with the parent by helping the kid make the grade in a way that doesn't make them work for it just so they can play so this comes out in a lot of different ways in sports it's nothing new you've seen it in movies you've seen it in real life and it takes away the ability for that kid to learn how to have 
have a stake in it, like you said, to yeah. work for their own stuff. Yeah. And how to resolve uh, situations that are not good. Yeah. Like, how do I walk through disappointment and regret and challenges if they never have to do it? then they're going to be void of a life skill that's going to carry them for a very long time. You know, you and I have been talking a lot about, I've been talking to you recently and some other people on our team, you know, I've got college in four years coming up for my kid, for my daughter. And we've really been talking about what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really important for my husband and I to help her some, but that she have a stake in it. Yeah. Um, Because... In our lifetime, you know, we had one set of our parents paid for the college. Right. And it was a situation where you know, my husband, he didn't, he took it for granted. Like, he, sure. he it took him longer to do college mm-hmm. than I did. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just that I don't have a stake in it kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And um, when we were talking about this, he said, I kind of felt like every obstacle was removed so that I could enjoy college. Yep. And I said, I don't want that to happen to our kid. Right. Like, I want her to enjoy college. I want her to have that experience. And obviously, mm-hmm. I want all, all that with, that comes with it. But I want her to have a stake in the game. Sure. And so, you know, we're entering into all these discussions with her right now going into high school about this is how much we'll pay. This is how much you're probably going to need to pay. Mm-hmm. And if you get scholarships, that amount that you pay will reduce so all of these classes matter Mm -hmm. and so it's gonna up her um and i even saw this year in eighth grade you Mm -hmm. know with her taking her four high school classes there was one that she wasn't doing great in and she on her own went to the teacher tried to figure out some things got some extra credit Mm -hmm. you know she did it like i didn't have to say because we're she's got she she she's knows invested the in it. Yeah. She knows the importance of it. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, I'm glad that you said that about knowing the importance of it and 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 seeing that her actions have a consequence that's good or bad. Yeah. Um. I have a memory that has always stayed with me with parenting of my little brother going to his award ceremony at the end of the school year. Yeah. And this was an award ceremony to celebrate. Um, Achievement. That's mm-hmm. how they labeled it. Yeah. And so we went and um, we're sitting there and every child in the school, this was like 1,200 kids got an award for everything. Cutest backpack. Best at eating your lunch. Like ridiculous. Like we really thought it was a joke by the end. And everybody's yeah. dying because we're like, there's no way they're giving an award to everyone. So everybody had a blue ribbon which usually indicates you've been done the best or you've achieved something or you've worked hard for something, but everybody had it. Yeah. And the first thing my brother said, who was in elementary school, when he sat down and said, like, this doesn't mean anything to me because everybody got one. He didn't have to work for it. He didn't have to work for it. Everybody got the same thing. They labeled it differently, but everybody got the same thing. And that made such an impression on me, and I was in high school at the time. That I remembered it when we were when we're parenting, that it's not that you have to be the best or first, but when you're working hard towards something and or when you do something to change the world or make a good choice morally, those are the things that, yes, you did good. You get the pat on the back. And when you mess up, it's okay to point that out. Like that wasn't so good. Like that was a struggle. Or to like notice 
they, then you're not good at things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like this may not be your gifting and that's okay. Yeah. Like you tried it, you don't like it, or maybe you're not good at it. Just mm-hmm. being honest with yourself. My husband um, has coached for a bazillion years, um, loves youth sports. Yeah. And he's awesome at it too. Well, he's just a quieter kind of coach. Yeah. And anyway, has talked so many times about how sports are such a great um, leveling field yeah. and a great opportunity for kids to learn their strengths and their weaknesses and working together. And if you have your kids in sports, you know that. You know it's a great um, experience for that reason. And he says all the time, it's so hard when he hears parents saying, like, you are the best at this. Like, you're going to be a superstar. And you would think, like, they would know that their child who is four feet tall and moves as slow as a snail is not going to be in the NBA. And when their kid runs over and is like, I'm going to do this for my career, you think like, okay, like it's okay to say that. But he's like, I get those kids in high school and they still believe that. They still believe that they are going to be the next LeBron James because no one had that conversation with them like, hey, you know what? I'm glad you enjoy this sport and glad it's fun. But this may not be your life plan. And that's okay. You're excellent at this. The hard conversations of it's okay. Not everything is going to be easy for you and you can't do everything. You know, one time we were leaving one of my kids flag football games Mm -hmm. and my son had had a great game. Great game. He had played quarterback. He had he had thrown the ball. It was great. We got in the car and my husband said something to him and it irritated me. Mm. He said, Honey, you're never going to be the fastest. You're just not fast. Yeah. You're you're not going to be able to do be that running back that you want to be, you yeah. know, whatever. Cuz my 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 son hates playing quarterback. He yeah. wants to be the running back. He wants to be the person getting the touchdown, yes. right? And so we've had a lot of conversations with him about how he's contributing to it Mm -hmm. It, it, he doesn't have to be the star you know what i mean but he is the one that's helping implement the play that kind of thing but when my husband said you're not good at running like i got defensive yes and i was like looking at him and he followed it up with but you're awesome at being able to talk to the team about the plan and executing what you need to do like that is your strength Mm mm-hmm but later, I, I was like, honey, you can't tell him that. It's so negative. And he, he like, set me straight. He yeah. was like, no, we're going to be honest with our kids. Yes. Like, he's not a fast runner. He's yes. always going to be the slowest on the team because that's not that's not his gifting. Well, it, and you're doing your child a favor because you've met those kids that are kind of pompous and they think yeah. they can do everything yeah. and that they're the well, best at everything. My kid kind of thinks that, too. So <laughs> well, but his is just because he has that kind of personality. He's, he's, he's like, energetic, I can, I, yes. But he understands the reality of it and he will know how to work through that um it's great to have confident kids i love that yeah um but i think at the same time you want to give them that skill of being able to like accurately look at themselves like this is what i'm really good at i I need to follow that dream and pray about how god can use me in that way and i'm clearly this is not my thing i enjoy evaluation tool you're teaching them to self-evaluate themselves exactly If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener-supported. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. I got to tell you, um, I had my kids do swim team two years in a row now mm-hmm. because I wanted them to be strong swimmers and that whole thing. And um, I really 
wished I could say you were going to be the best and move all the obstacles out of the way. And, oh, we didn't go to that practice. That's why you lost that race. Snow plow it down. Snow plow it down. Like that coach wasn't good enough. That's why. We're going to change teams, all of that. But really what the conversations ended up being in the car and at home was one in particular. We stood in front of the mirror together and I was like, let's look at our natural build, guys. Like, we are not tiny people. We are big, strong, tall people. God designed us this way for a reason. You know, we can get things off the top shelf for someone at the grocery store, but we are not running and winning any long-distance races. We are going to fall down. We'll be huffing and puffing on the side of the road. That is just not how we're built. Mm -hmm. Like, that is not our God-given ability. Swimming is the same thing. We're heavy, like we sink. You know, we we just we jump in, and a lot of water comes out of the Your pool. Your kids are looking at themselves like, "What?" Yeah, like, I sink. but I was like, you know, we're big people, and that's a good thing because we can use that for all these sports. And I laid out all these sports, all these life skills, all these things that we can do to help people. And I was like, I just want you to be honest with yourself because they were discouraged that they weren't winning every race Mm -hmm. against these tiny little fast people yeah i was like that's just not how we're built but we can still have fun and we can still get exercise and we can make friends done yeah and so it's hard it's hard not to bulldoze those things out of the way and make everything nice and pretty for your kids but man we're stealing from them if we do well you know the other thing is they need to learn how to fail yes you know, this, their life has to be their journey. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, I think of this from a cyber parenting standpoint. You know, you find out your kid has posted something inappropriate or maybe they're bullying someone online. Some parents would try and cover that up. Right. Delete, 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 delete. Absolutely. Delete. Well, and you should remove it. Absolutely. Because we want it taken down. But it shouldn't be taken down to... Um, protect your child's digital footprint in the sense of I don't ever want them to learn from this mm-hmm. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think there's a difference um, because they need to learn a lesson in their failures Absolutely. and their mistakes. And I think a snowplow parent, if you're removing all the obstacles out of the way, like you're constantly kind of making excuses for them mm-hmm. or, you know, just removing Fixing it. Yeah. Anything that is going to cause them trouble, Mm -hmm. you know, then they're never going to learn to fail. And I think back in my life, like so many of my failures even define what I do now. They've given me purpose in my life because I look back and I'm like, I don't want any teenage girl to make the same mistakes that I made. Right. You know, but what if all that had been like swept under the rug and well, you you did all that because of this. Mm-hmm. And I was coddled into believing that I wasn't responsible for it. Right. Or it was just covered up. Like, well, that didn't really happen. I mean, it was yes. just one thing. Yes. I just look back on all that. And if I ha- if that had been the path for me, there's so much I would have missed out on on learning. Mm-hmm. Just learning and and experiencing forgiveness and grace. Absolutely. I mean, what a wonderful gift to experience when you make a mistake. So true. You know, especially today as a as a young kid, we always say whatever your kid does, default to love. Mm-hmm. You know, if they post a nude picture, if they, I mean, whatever. You, like you can think the worst thing. Love your kid. Yes. 
allowing your kid to walk through that and realize they messed up and experience your grace and your forgiveness on that. I mean, that's an amazing journey for your kid to be on. It really is. And it's such a life skill, like you said, and also a blessing to experience that grace. And then on the other side, teaching them about saying sorry. Yeah, Like you, it's it just being able to, with a contrite heart um, in their spiritual walk. Yeah. You know, asking for forgiveness and then also with others. I mean, you've experienced that when someone has um, humbly come to you and said, I am so sorry that I did this. If your kid has never experienced that or had to do that, man, that's a difficult adult to be around. Yeah. You know, I really have to say that I watched this um, show the other day and they showed a clip from a Simon Sinek interview. I love him. He's so Start cool. with why. That's yes. what he wrote. It's, yes. He's so good. Yeah. Such a great author and speaker and has some great points and he loves talking about the millennial mm-hmm. generation and I thought of him when we were preparing for this show um, because he was saying this is really a generational thing in a lot of ways. Um, you have your parents who really had to work so hard. Like I think about my mom she was a female wanting to be at the top of her career, and she had to work so hard to break that ceiling yeah. in her generation. And nothing was given to her, and she just worked like a crazy person and got three master's degrees and always had to plow through everything. Mm-hmm. and um, On her own. On her own. And so that generation of the working professional, especially the women who – strived for that they really took on this belief in their parenting is i don't want my kid to have to work that hard to get these things yeah and so it wasn't on purpose but a lot of those parents snow plowed everything out of the way and said i did all the work now you reap the benefits yeah and i'm going to make life a little bit easier how for many you. times do we say i want your life to be better than mine all the time you and hear that let me just caution you here my husband and i have been talking about this so many times We are struggling with something and we don't want our kids to have to. And we swing the pendulum all the way to the other side yes, to where we do snowplow everything out of their way. We need to find the balance. Yes, Yes. their life can be a little bit easier. Yes, there are some things that have happened, but they need to learn the lessons. They do. It's so true. And I love what he was saying about how these kids that are raised thinking they can do anything and everything is amazing and there are no challenges and they don't learn how to fail and what to do when you fail and stumble. They're growing up now and going into the workforce right out of college and they are falling flat on their faces. They are failing and feeling like failures because they never learned how to deal with consequences, change, hard work, what grace and humility looks like, forgiveness, and the patience that it takes to succeed in real life. So depression then is the next step. We have all these kids that are depressed because they don't never learn that life skill of coping. Well, I mean, think about it. You got a parent who snow plows everything out of the way for you. Yeah. You've got an easy peasy life, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to your first job and your boss looks at you and says, this is horrible. Yeah. You're doing an awful job. I need you to do this, this, and this yes. better. I mean, how do you cope with that because you've never been told you're not good at this or you've never been allowed to figure things out on your own yeah and you know we don't want to give that to our kids as their legacy yeah that they have no ability to cope there's a balance there we can find so it comes back to this snowplow question and asking yourself why am i doing this and am i doing this 
And how can I stop and find a balance within that? Yes, we want to be an advocate for a child. Yes, we want to be able to move some things out of their way that aren't necessary. But am I allowing my child to fail and walking them through that life skill? Well, and just like I said at the beginning of the show, I hate these labels that society, the world, whoever gives to parents because it always makes us look like the bad person. It does. And it doesn't help build this culture in our home where we're respected and we talk and we have an equal voice to be able to talk through these things with our kids. So it bothers me. But at the same time, I think that I know I can look at this and see characteristics of me being a snowplow parent in certain situations. Of course. And so from I'll be able to pause and be like, wait a minute, what is the lesson that my kid needs to have from this? Mm-hmm. Do I really need to be involved at this moment? You know? And I, I just had this thought and I want to just say this because I think it's important. Prepare yourself for the pain. Yeah. It hurts to yeah. let your kid cry and it's awful. be last. and fail it's so hard for me the team yes when my kids come to me and they are crying and something has happened and they've been hurt by someone or something i want to fix it i want to remove all the barriers and tell them all these lies about how everybody else you know had a a specialty coach not true but i want to fix it but it's okay for your kids to hurt and feel pain and struggle that's okay because you get to walk them through redemption. You get to walk them through healing and looking ahead out of that and walking out of that. And finding God's real plan for their yes, lives. Like that's exactly. cool and exciting. You got to see, see beyond the moment, beyond yeah. the moment, how important it is to let them struggle. And God will use their pain for a purpose. I mean, he has mine. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that there are so many adults that can relate to look back and say, man, I'm glad I walked through that. I didn't in the moment like walking through it at all, mm-hmm. but I've learned so much much through it. So summarizing what we've talked about today, snowplow parenting removes all the obstacles in the path of your child. Number two, kids often learn most from failure. We need to let them walk through their own mistakes, not try to fix everything. And number three, when we snowplow, we take away the chance for our kids to experience forgiveness and grace. And I don't think anybody would want to take that away from their child. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.